Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. All right, it's my favorite time of the week again, Dana. It's time for us to kick some ADHD, David. And since this is both of our favorite time of the week, maybe we should just do this all day long, every day. Wouldn't it be great if we could just do podcasts all day and not have it, to like actually do other work? Well, actually, you're pretending like there's not any work that goes into this. Well, that's true. I mean, there is some work. But, but see, like if we, we had staff and people and they did all the other things. Yeah, but somebody's uh, got to be the creative geniuses. Well, that's true. That's true. I know. You can't, you can't delegate out the creative geniuses. All right. We have already started off on a tangent. Bam. What do you expect? And I have to give an episode warning on this. I've got horrible hay fever right now, as you could probably tell. So just bear with me. I'm fine. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, I don't think it's affected your brain function at all. Well, Just it the... might have because I think I've blown out my brains out of my <laughs> nose already today. That's a little disgusting. It's fine, though. I mean, I think this allergy season has been rough. I mean, it was rough. I, I do trees. I don't do hay fever. I do trees. I do grass. Yeah, I do oh, grass. Oh, you do grasses. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. but there is something that affects my brain function. That I didn't what, believe what? actually affected my brain function for a very, very, very long time. I bet I know what you're going to say, David. What might that be? It's it's clutter. Yeah. But yeah. I like my clutter. And, you know, I actually will contend that my clutter is not equivalent to disorganization. <laughs> I'm making that oh, argument for the sake of any of our listeners who might also make a similar argument. <laughs> Talk to me a little bit more about that, David Johnson. Well, you know, I mean, I have piles in my office, and, and there are things that if you walk in and you're not me, you look around and you go, oh, my God, how do you ever find anything in this disaster area of an office? And I look at it and I go, well, I know exactly where anything is. If I need to go look for it, I know which pile it's in. I know. <laughs> like, is that you know true? I mean? It mostly is. There's a major flaw with this logic, though. The flaw is that because I also have ADHD, which is a big shock to anyone listening, um, <laughs> out of sight, out of mind is a very real thing. So although I can tell you where the thing is, if you mention it or if I think about it and go, oh, I know, I know where that is, I probably am still having issues that result from not seeing the thing or from it not actually being properly organized where I would run across the thing and remember that there's something I need to do with it, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense because, well, and it also is a more complicated issue than just out of sight, out of mind, because we also need a tasks management system to remember to do stuff, but that's a whole nother conversation. See, I wasn't stressed out until you brought that up. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I think we mentioned task management. Before we might have done an episode or two on this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So what I find in my coaching world and in the success club is 
people, and it seems like it's more often men than women, they think the clutter isn't a problem. Right. And they don't hire, women more often will hire me because of the disorganization. And men often don't. They hire me because they don't know what to do when and things are out of control and they're not keeping deadlines and da 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 da. And my belief and my true life experience is that the clutter is a huge part of the chaos and the overwhelm. Um, we just don't think it is. I, I feel like there's some emotional component there. Like when I remember when um, I was, you know, when we first found out that my daughter was going to arrive and, you know, the nesting instinct is a very real thing for, for females. And, and I, I realize we're making broad sweeping generalizations here, but in the, in the case of, of, um, my daughter's mom, she wanted to arrange the space. It was very, and she seemed to be in touch emotionally with how the space affected her emotionally. And I am not I'm like, You're cutting out. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, not now. It's 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 stopping. Maybe it's just um, Skype. Is Cassandra using the internet? I don't know. She could be. Um, Sorry. This, Sorry. No, no, no it's okay. No, it's okay. The audio file on my end is still good, but we'll we'll obviously need to do a little editing here. So how much okay, of that did sorry, you, did I you should... admit? No, no, it's fine. You did. I could fine. get I it. Just... It was just stuttering, and I was thinking it was the recording, and after I said something, I realized. So should oh, no, I, we fine. clap so we know where, where to look? No, no, no. Well, yeah, probably. Let's do that. Okay, we'll do okay. it. We'll do a clap. Right? Three, two, one. We're not okay. going to miss that. And you were talking about <laughs> nesting. Yeah. Yeah, so um, so I and I realize we're making broad sweeping gender generalizations here, but the, there there are people who are more in touch with how things affect them emotionally. And what I didn't realize is that my space actually was affecting me emotionally in ways that I was blind to. You know, I I, I like like what you said. I, I I contacted you because I needed to improve my productivity, <laughs> not yeah. because I yeah. thought I was disorganized. Because I'm not disorganized. <laughs> just ask me i'll tell you yeah yeah and it, yeah so it but the deal is david that the the clutter the disorganization does impact the productivity and there are also some hidden costs about clutter and disorganization that people don't necessarily even think about so that's what i want to talk about today Oh man! Is, you know, your clutter actually is costing you in your business life, in, in growing your business, in your personal life, and you may not even be thinking about it. A lot of people argue for their clutter. They argue to justify the disorganization. And that's not helping you live easier with ADHD. No, it's not. And I, I also argued and might still sometimes argue for my clutter. <laughs> But I, I, part of, part of my rationalization for it was like, I, I, there was an old quote, I think it might've been Einstein. I don't remember, but it was like, you know, a sign, an empty desk, a clean desk is a sign of a wasted life. And I was right. like, you know, I don't have time to do the things that are pressing much less the things that might be like, I mean, organizing the piles. That's the last on my list. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that means we got to look at it differently. Yeah. I've heard that statement. And the one I've heard is a clean desk is a sign or an empty desk is a sign of an empty mind empty or mind. something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and you know, we're not talking about this desk with nothing on it. We're, we've got to look at organizing for ADHD differently. Okay. We've, 
And that's that's where I start with. Now, a little bit of background. Um, I started my career as a professional organizer because I decided that I had taught myself how to be organized. So then I pretty much could teach anybody how to be organized because I was just you know, it was a disaster. It was horrible. And I didn't like living that way. And it was impacting my marriage and da 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 and work and the whole thing. My, you know, my drawers at my, this is in the corporate world. They were like trash cans in a drawer. And it was like this, you know, composting drawers. I put paper in and they'd never see it again. Oh, man. Um, yeah, it was all very, very exciting. And so I decided, no, I'm not going to live like this anymore. I've got to change. So it took me two years and I, oh, wow. I approached it systematic, you know, systematically, like I do anything. I don't know how to do this. Okay. How do I figure it out? What do I need to do? How do I make it work for me? And so that's a very short description of, of the whole process. But what I realized as is that I needed to make organizing different than the people that were organized in my world did than what I was reading in books, than what I was studying in classes, because I, couldn't do the things that they said to do the way that they said to do them. So for this a little was, context here, this is like pre-ADHD diagnosis. Oh my you, gosh, correct? this yeah, is 20 some years before ADHD. And and it's always, it, it never fails to make me chuckle that you started your career as a professional organizer as someone with ADHD. And I, I'm sorry I had to say it again. I know we said it way back when we did your bio on the original, but actually what you just shared is, is far more touching. I don't want to make that a punchline anymore. Like, oh, like, it can be. No, it can be because I think it's funny too. And the whole thing was, I mean, I was at a networking meeting. I had no idea what I was going to do. We'd moved to this new town and, I, and someone said, well, can you help me be organized? And there's the ADHD. I said, of course I can. The answer is always yes. <laughs> I'm sure I can. And there <laughs> launched a career just in that one sentence, you know, and I never admitted I'd never done this for anybody else before. But, but by then are. you'd already done it for yourself. Yeah. And that was what I'm thinking, man, yeah. I taught myself how to do this. I can teach anybody. Oh, man. And if you taught yourself how to do this as someone with ADHD, that's far more compelling. <laughs> Honestly, with like, undiagnosed like you, ADHD. Right. Yeah. yeah. Unmanaged, yeah. undiagnosed. You know what? Yeah. That's amazing. So, but you already recognized that your brain operated or your life operated differently than the people in the books you were reading and the stuff that you read. Yeah. So. yeah. I was basing it on in this belief, um, and I don't talk about this that much anymore because now I know the ADHD framework, but that some people are born organized, some mm. people are born messy, and to be organized, you have to learn, if you're a messy person, you have to learn how to organize in a way that works for you. You yeah. can never emulate precisely what an organized person is doing. Interesting. It's not going to work. Yeah. It's not going to work. So we have to look at it through a different lens. Interesting. Okay. So I'm excited to look at it differently, but I feel like we also, you, you mentioned hidden costs and I know that there's some stuff here that we're, we probably have listeners who are still thinking, yeah, but Dana, eh, it's really not that big a deal. I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't actually need to be organized differently than I am right now. Right. 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 And just so people know today, we're convincing you that this is important. Next week, we're going to talk about a few of the things you can do to help manage your clutter and be better organized. Yeah. And I, I feel like we need this episode because I was that person who was like, nah, nah, not that big a deal. It's not important. It's not. The only, the only driving factor that made me pay attention to clutter differently was 
relationship issues because I was married yeah. to someone at the time who could not stand clutter at all. Could not stand it. And of course I generated clutter everywhere I went. I mean, you know, there's everywhere that I set something down there, there grew a pile. Yeah. You know, which was bad. Exactly. And that was, well, the relationship, the marriage, that was part of it also. But it's funny because I just remembered another big driver for this. And it, today with my hay fever, I have a horrible dust allergy. And oh. when you've got a lot of clutter, you can't really clean. Have you noticed yeah. that? It's really hard to keep stuff clean. And my, I was like this every single day. Ooh. It, I'd go at home. This right. is, I was just sneezing and runny nose and a mess. And I'd go to the office and it would clear up oh. because I lived, worked in this corporate building and with good air filters and no dust. And it was, so I, that was also, um, a, a total motivator for getting organized because you can't, I couldn't keep it clean with all the clutter. And so sure. my allergies were just a mess. Interesting. Okay. And that yeah, had built up that. over my life until I was in I was in my mid late twenties when that really started. Yikes. Okay. Yeah. The universe nudged me. Okay. Well that's you know, hey. Does I'm that. grateful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> Sorry about your allergies okay. though. Yeah. Okay. So there's some real obvious um, things we know about the co that clutter costs us. You know, the late fees, the missed opportunities, oh. the oh, dang it, I didn't do that and I didn't pay that I didn't do whatever I've missed that opportunity and it's going to cost me yeah I have some of that going actually at the moment I can tell you exactly where the notice is about an unemployment claim from one of my employees in another state but because I haven't looked at it I haven't filed my response which I was supposed to do within 10 calendar days David Johnson you talked to me about this last week oh I did Yes, not on the air, but you did. Oh, you mentioned oh, okay. it last week. Yeah, and by the way, it, 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 the claim is not. I mean, the unemployment piece of this is related to another job that has nothing to do with me. But every time this happens, I have to fill out the document and send it back. And so, yeah, I guess it's been another seven calendar days, hasn't it? <gasps> yes. No, Yikes, man, David. Okay. So, the, and yeah. the, see, this isn't really impacting you, but is it impacting your employer, employee? Probably not, but it might impact impact me if they actually find me or or if I, if they start like dinging me for unemployment claims that yeah. are not mine, right? Yeah. So yeah. it could, it could. I don't think it has dinged me yet, but it it probably will if I don't. Okay, David. So what's your next step? Well, I go right to the pile where I know the notice is and get it and actually know what I'm going to do. My next step is I'm going to ask my project manager to help me remember to get it done. And then it'll actually take Thank place. You. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. And yes. why don't you text me when it's done? I'll be waiting by my phone. Don't hold your breath, but I, <laughs> I, I will I won't. do that. <laughs> I mean, I'd hate for you to miss breaths. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So those are the obvious, the late fees, the missed opportunities, the, oh, oh God, this is really going to cost me. Um, another one is, is the wasted time. I mean, this is just huge and we don't think about it. Now you seem to, you tell me, you know, where everything is. Mm, I'd be willing to question that. Sure. Um, but that's part of your story. So we're sticking to it Stick into it, man. Stick into it. I anyway, mean, I yeah, and fair enough, right? I, I realize I could probably be BSing myself about that. And you're incredibly smart, and you 
have a memory that remembers things like he knows how to spell. Um, so I think probably you visually have this way of remembering a lot of it, but I bet there's a whole bunch of stuff in there you don't know. No, you're, you're absolutely right. And it, I do. I have like spatial mapping in my brain and I remember things spatially. And so that's a strength that I particularly have that I know other people with ADHD don't necessarily have. Yeah. So that that does mitigate the damage that this does for me. But the other things that we're talking about here don't outweigh that quote unquote benefit. Yeah. And how much <laughs> brain power are you using on managing the spatial relationships of where all your shit is? Tracking my map? Yeah. I don't know. Like if I yeah. didn't have I mean, to track it, it in like my brain. It's like Bitcoin, you know, gen using right. a lot of energy in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Just for something that wouldn't necessarily be required. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's 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 valid. I, I'm going to think about that. I, I'm not going to directly <laughs> argue with you about it, but I might later. <laughs> I wish you guys could see his face. He's just not. <laughs> There's smoke coming okay. out of my headphones. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And we already talked about the out of sight, out of mind, you know, and that's part of the late fees and missed opportunities. The just not getting stuff done. Yep. Because you sure. don't remember it. If you don't see it, you don't remember it. Yeah. And that's also is connected to a whole other productivity component of task management project management all that stuff which is all um, yes related yeah i have noticed another one is that it's confusing it's frustrating when you see the clutter so now we're not talking about necessarily needing something in the paper yeah or in the piles and in the stuff but it, but there's a frustration and a confusion. I, ADHD brains, we may not know that we see everything, but we do. Yes. We now realize how visual we are, but we're, you know, your brain, you look around and it's just constantly processing all this stuff. Got to do that. Got to do this. And that can increase frustration. It can increase confusion. So I may be working on something completely different, but if you're seeing the piles of stuff all around you, it's hard to know where to start. It's hard to get purchase and you can spin and not be able to dive into work more easily. So this is not only true, but I was self-medicating without realizing what I would do is I would, I would, there would be days where I would walk into my office, I would look around and I'd be like, I just can't work in here. And I would go to Starbucks, you know, pre, pre pandemic. Right. And I would go to mm -hmm. a Starbucks and work there instead not realizing that the reason I was doing it was because the, the all of that stuff, like you said, was just draining my mental battery so quickly that I couldn't, I really, literally couldn't function in the space. And yeah. I never, I never attributed yeah. it to the chaos. I just thought, I don't know, I'm just emotionally not feeling my office today. Right, right, and that's part of the, you know, the distraction, the overwhelm, exactly that, that clutter, clutter costs you. Yeah. Yeah. And it literally was emotionally overwhelming to me. Didn't, I didn't know that it was the clutter. I just didn't, I didn't never connected the two. Maybe it's obvious in hindsight, but it just wasn't. In, in, <laughs> you know. Would you have thought about it if we hadn't been talking about it right now? Today? No, no. Cause I, cause this is one of those things that I have not ever really fully solved. So it, it, if I, if I go through and organize everything, it creeps back up. Like I, I need a long-term sustainable solution for this that I don't really have yet. Yeah. And that's part of what we're looking at when I say we've got to make AD, organizing work for our ADHD is we, it's, we have to realize that 
if it's easy to stay organized, it's going to get done. And I, I don't want to say too much now because we're going to talk about this more next week. But what we're really after is, is if you think about a roller coaster, and I call it the clutter or clutter roller coaster. So it's you spend a weekend, a few days getting everything organized, but you don't have the system set up and then it get the clutter just builds again. And then you're back on this roller coaster. What we want to do is decrease the size of the ups and downs, yeah. realizing, you know, the clutter's going to build up a little bit, but you don't want it to get so bad that it's going to take more than just a few minutes to put it back in place. Yeah. If you looked I, yeah. at my, my inbox on my desk right now, it's, you know, it's piled because I haven't looked, t- touched it for a few days. I've just been adding stuff to it, but it really literally will take me five minutes to go through it. Uh, that's, that's cool. Mine would not take me five minutes. It, it, no, no way. It would be hours yeah. and hours and hours. Yeah. So that's what we're looking for is a system that's more sustainable for our brains and that, yeah, it's not a real thinking. It's always going to be perfect. It's good. It's a good enough level of being organized. Yeah. And I really like the visual of the roller coaster just flattening out some. Yeah. Um, because it, we, 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 we might enjoy the coasting downward, but, but we, we don't realize the cost of climbing the hill. Right. Right. You know, we don't want it to be a lazy river where you're, you, you know, you just, it's flat. Right. Because that's not realistic. No, I no. Just mixed metaphors. If we're at the water park and you're, no, <laughs> anyway. I'm, yeah. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Yeah. 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 So it's never going to be just flat. Makes sense. So we have all of the distraction. We have the out of sight, out of mind. We have the missed opportunities. We have wasted time. We have overwhelm, confusion, frustration. These are all, these are all real costs. (laughs) You know, when you put it like this, Dana. And, And what happens is those get converted to productivity loss. Right. Which then snarls everything else. But we don't realize it's connected to the productivity loss. Yeah, we're trying to solve other issues, not realizing that this is at least contributing. Yeah. If if not, maybe the root of some of it. Yeah. So I don't give a rip if people are disorganized and they can get stuff done. I mean, I don't really care. What I care about is people being able to live the life they want to live, which means being able to get the important stuff done. Yeah. And if your clutter is costing you that, you got to look at it. You got to address it. Yeah, you do. And it's it's also one of the things you're really good at is helping us challenge our assumptions here. <laughs> right? You know, eh, it's not a big deal. It's not it's not costly. Comes with age and wisdom, David. Age and wisdom. There's an um, emotional side of this though that we haven't gotten to yet. We yeah. Yep. And that's the that's the last one we're gonna talk about. Is it's the shame, the sh- cost of the shame, the negative self talk. Um I I had a client named Sean and it's been years since I worked with him, but he put it so eloquently. He said, when I look at the piles and the clutter, it reinforces my belief that I'm a failure, that I have no hope of ever getting a handle on managing my ADHD. Everywhere I look, I'm reminded that I'm a loser. Yikes. Sean, same, buddy. Yeah. So I have a... Tech wizard. I have a vis- I have a vivid story similar to that. I I had my my car used to be a disaster all the time, and it's not. By the way, this is one area where I've kept organized, but I used to just all the time run from meeting to meeting or whatever, throw piles. I had piles in my back seat, and I had a convertible. I had a speaker in town who was speaking for one of my events was was one of my business coaches, 
And he walked by my car and he stopped and he bent over and looked in all the windows. He, he just slowly cased my car, looked in all the windows. He, and then he looked at me and then he walked away. Hmm. And he was trying to convey one of his big messages was you dress, you know, for success and people judge you based on your you know, appearance and all these other things. And he was tr- he was trying to convey to me, your car says something about you. And if a client sees it, they're going to think this about you, whatever it is. And it made me so mad. It actually hurt my feelings. I was like, dude, what are you like? Why are you picking on me, man? Um, but I but I, I felt so ashamed while he was doing I didn't care three minutes earlier. Couldn't have cared less about the mess in my car. But I was truly shamed by that experience, which, by the way, I don't think that was a great motivator. <laughs> like, I'm still. No, shame is not a good motivator. Mm-mm. But the idea that the shame is there and it is communicating something to me, that's real, you know? Yeah. It's, and the thing about cars, I mean, what motive, because my car used to be, you know, kind of a mess, um, is that when you take people places when other people get in your car you know you have to clear off the front seat and you have to make excuses and you have to make space and then you move in the piles around in the car and i used to do that and i never felt very good about it Mm. you know your passengers are driving along with your piles of clothes and garbage or whatever it is sitting in their lap that's not how i want to live no no it's really not (laughs) no yeah yeah and that, I mean, that where he said, like, everywhere I look, I see what a loser I am. I don't think that that message was getting through to me from just the clutter, but it's, it's very real that, that feeling, I know that feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and wow. If you just know that you're never going to get organized on your own and that, that that's reinforcing that message, then you've got a visual reminder of it every time you walk anywhere in your house or your car or whatever, you know? Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. So that is what I believe are the real costs of clutter. Yes, it's the late fees and the fines and but it's the other stuff. It's the overwhelm, the frustration, the not getting things done, the shame. Um, the distractions. I mean, clutter, the distractions. We didn't really talk about that. Every time you see something that's not you walk by and it's this pull, oh, I gotta do that. It's true. Oh, I gotta do that. Yeah. And if you can resist it and say, no, 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 I'm going to stay on track right now. It still costs you something to process that input, you know, mm-hmm. and to make that decision. And there's a, the decision fatigue is a real thing too, right? So when yeah. you, we get tired of making decisions and we, we've just forced ourselves to make a decision that we really didn't need to make yeah. if we, if we live differently. And we expend enough mental energy as it is getting walking through our lives getting things done without having to constantly be reminded um of oh i need to do that i need to do that i need to do that yeah it's true and we also don't need more fuel for negative self-talk i mean it was just episode 49 where we were talking about self-talk self-talk sabotage yeah yeah Yeah. and the and this clutter thing even if even if you don't view the clutter as being a negative if you if you deal with the frustration or the distraction that's fueling this lack of productivity which in turn fuels the negative self-talk so it's either direct or indirect but it's going to contribute to that negative self-image yeah, yeah. so okay dana what's your takeaway david now we've 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 poked the bear however right. you don't know what to do about it 
And that's what we're going to talk about some next week um, in the ADHD Success Club. You know, I spend, oh my gosh, we spend, we have a unit on organizing stuff and paper, and then we have a unit on clutter clearing, which I consider them actually to be different things. So we spend quite a bit of time on this in the Success Club. We're still in the organizing unit right now. And that means that you're not going to do this in one day, one podcast. You And what I realized when I learned to be organized is this took time and it can, took that persistent action over time, which is the definition of success. Oh, we're back to persistent action over time? Yes, my love, we oh. are. Oh, man. Just when I thought it was safe to talk to you again. I know. God, I'm <laughs> such a... I'm such a trouble oh no but it's true no it's true so i i'm convinced all right i'm convinced that i have to adopt a real system to address this i don't i and and of course that means you plug the hole in the boat and then you separately bail all the water out of the boat so i I get we got two different things yeah but hopefully at some point like we're not getting new holes in the boat (laughs) you know or if you get hole you will get holes in the boat okay but they're going to be littler they're going to be smaller and you're going to have exactly what you need to patch them. Nice. So it's just, oh, I can pull out the chewing gum out of my mouth and stuck it in the hole and it's going to be fine. Oh, good. All right. So the key to this is always have chewing gum. Got it. Yeah. And the basic question, David, is who do you want to be? What kind of a person do you want to be? Do you want to be someone who's decisive, who's clear on what they need to do, who people can depend upon, who's getting the right stuff done? Yeah, I do. And I want to be fueled by inspiration and not by yeah. desperation, which is one of these things right. that we talk that, about. Yeah, fueled by inspiration and not desperation. I really like that. And that's that's really good. Can I steal that? I think you said it, didn't you? <laughs> I don't think so. I wish I had. <laughs> well, okay. Someone I mean, did. It wasn't me. You talked about well, being fueled by inspiration. I oh, think, okay. Yeah. Anyway, now let's argue about who was who's the has the best saying. No, Dana, you get credit. No, you. No, oh, you. Oh, no, David, you get credit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is another code. Then we'll call this the clutter code, right? Yeah. And yeah. next week we're 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 gonna we're gonna do something like to take this to the next level, right? We're gonna learn to crack our clutter conundrum. <laughs> Thank you for saying that, because that word's hard for me to say. Can I... I can't spell it, and I almost can't say it. I just love all the alliteration, though. We have cost of clutter, and now, now we're going to crack the clutter conundrum. I had to stop and conundrum. say it slowly. I pronounce it wrong. I always say conundrum. Conund- oh, well. It's good. We'll crack it, whatever it is, and, and it'll crack be good. Crack that clutter thing. Yeah. All right. So, dear listener, we want to hear from you. Today's episode is number 52, so you can find it on the web at kicksomeadhd.com slash 052. Hey, and I have a request, a favor oh. to ask of all of you. You know, I get emails from people that love off the our normal channels that love the podcast. Oh. I mean, they're loving it. And please share it with your friends. Yes. I mean, don't keep don't make us the best kept secret. We're kind of a really well kept secret right now. And um, share it with the world because we want to be able to help you more. And that means getting more listeners. And that means making things grow that's so exactly the, right so please share it let yeah. your friends and people know that have adhd that what's up here yeah it's good stuff text someone right now send them a link email them yeah message them yeah whatsapp them whatever yeah send them a whatever. link 
yeah, good stuff. Kicksomeadhd.com slash 052. Sound off there. Find us on Twitter, Facebook. Just search for Kicksomeadhd. And Dana, I am now going to ponder the costs of my clutter and look forward to cracking the clutter conundrum. Okay. Thanks, David. Have a great week, everybody. Let's do this. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com.